Welcome everyone to the PW Fan, the ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. This is episode 108. I'm your host, barber, musician, and most importantly, a professional wrestling podcaster, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, winning again this week, Steelers fan. I'll make sure I say it because Tim will call me out. Booker Andy. <laughs> I'm also hosting No Sun Wrestling Indie Fan and Football Lover, Jeremy. Let me tell you something, you SOB. We got shirts to sell. Speaking of shirts, <laughs> you want to go to prowrestlingtees.com backslash the PW fan where we got five different shirt designs for social media. You just search at the PW fan and we should uh, pop right up. Hit that follow button uh, for YouTube. It's uh, at backslash the PW fan pod. Uh, please comment, like, subscribe. All those things really help us out a lot. So today on this episode, episode 108, we will be talking about Survivor Series, the return of Randy Orton, and the return of like Mussolini. Because I told you all, I said he's going to be there. He said he was not. I, should, we, should we just say it now? Tim was right. Tim was right. Tim was right. Tim was right. But Tim, Tim was Tim was also trying to say every other thing in the, in the show was going to be. Tim was too. right, but it it wasn't a plan until like a week ago. Yeah. So he's been talking about it for months. I knew CM Punk he'd literally be there. manifested it. CM Punk literally manifested Tim it. Tim was like, he was like, he's like, he's like, he's the devil. He's going to return for Shinsuke. He's going to be in the event for Survivor Series. He's gonna, like every single match. He if he doesn't come back for Survivor Series, he's going to be in the Rumble. I'm telling you. <laughs> so at some point, you're going to be right. Tim said. Tim said he's not going to let us down. Like it's his decision if he gets signed by WWE. He texted no. me. He was like, "Dude, he's not letting. I'm not letting you down." And I was like, "All right." Tim was the source. So yes, Tim was the I, source. The close source that they said it was me, Austin. It was me the whole time. Uh, <laughs> so yes, if you're watching this on video, me and Tim are wearing punk shirts for a reason. I have one underneath this. It's just freezing where I'm at. I don't believe we need them. to update our punk shirts. <laughs> I think the new one, the new War Games one they came out with is the blue flag, the blue like Yeah, flag, it's like the one that like Tim's wearing. But but just with the one fist. But with the with the WWE logo. Oh yeah. Which I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Did the, I'm not going to lie. Do they I don't know if Punk I don't know if Punk designed this shirt, no disrespect. The fists, it the like the actual like fists little cheesy. I really do like the the WWE logo better with just like the one f- fist and the lightning bolt, to be honest with you. Like whenever I wear this one, I'm like, I know I'm doing the most. <laughs> like I'm like, it's something about the double fist that makes it seem. I don't like know. Jesus. It's like too cartoony. You like double fist? <laughs> I double fist. But the I, right, I, prefer, <laughs> I prefer the original logo. Does the WWE shirt still come with like that thick? WWE no. logo. Like, they got rid of that. Them. Yes. No. They did? Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. Because that's I hated that so much. Yeah, where it was like Too thick at the bottom left. Yeah. And it just showed like, bam, I love wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I get it. It's a WWE shirt. <laughs> it's like, I don't need oh, everybody God. to know, oh. motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's a subtle like logo on the side. It's fine. 
But uh, Andy, we didn't do oh we didn't uh, do the classic pass it over to you. But uh, yeah, so let's just jump right into the show and let's get going because we're All already right. having fun. We got a lot to talk about. Stick around till the end of the show. We are going to be talking a lot about CM Punk. I know that's why uh, you know it's going to be a big talking point, right? So uh, we got a lot to cover, but then we'll get into what I know everybody wants to hear. So let's go. Like I like I said in the group chat to you guys, our talk about Punk because there's a lot to unpack with just besides him just simply returning. Um, it'll probably be longer than going over the pay per view itself, so it's going to be the bulk of the show. With that being said, as I always say when we have a pay per view episode, um, the WWE shows were go home shows this week, and there wasn't too too much in my opinion going on. Uh, with AEW besides the tournament getting started. Um, so I'll kind of, that will be kind of quick as well. You might only be hearing me talk and summarizing everything up until we get to Survivor Series. So let's uh, let's get started with Raw. Here's the thing. Uh, Drew McIntyre opens he- up the sh- Here's the thing. Yep. The reason why... Like- as soon as Andy says, you'll hear me. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I was just going to say, like, for the listeners, like the reason why sometimes when we do pay-per-view recap shows, it seems like we're breezing through the weekly stuff. It's because we are, but it's because we're going to tell you the culmination to all these. Like that's the, the weekly shows lead to the pay-per-view. So it's like, we're going to get to the whole point of everything. So it seems like we're glancing over stuff. That's because we're going to get to what it all leads to. No, well said. Um, yeah, it's just, and especially the week right before, it's usually just like uh, matches that if it's a multi-person thing, it's just different iterations of it. Like yeah. It's nothing major, really. Yeah, the match is already set. It's just like the cherry on top of the storyline. So, um, that being said, Raw this week, this past week, opened up with Drew McIntyre, uh, who the week before had Claymore, Jay Uso to cause uh, Jay and Cody uh, tag team title shot. Um, so Drew McIntyre comes out and explains his action, basically says, um, if you're a fan of mine, you understand why I am or why I did what I did, pretty much. Uh, Jay Uso comes out, Judgment Day will come out. All of Jay's team for War Games comes out, and Adam Pierce eventually will be out there as well, telling the Babyface team to find a fifth member by the end of the night. So that's going to be the story going throughout the rest of the night. Um, moving forward, Tegan Knox and Natalia have become a tag team, I guess. Uh, and they're in the tag team women's title shot, which I believe is happening tonight as we record this against Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Uh, there was a good Miz and Gunther segment where I think Miz got the upper hand in the end and ended up um what is, what is his finisher called? Miz's? Yeah. The skull crushing finale? Crushing finale, yeah. Yeah. He ends up hitting Gunther Horrible. with a skull crushing finale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura is still waiting for whatever opponent that may be. You know, I think he's been waiting for a bit now. more. Is now I don't even know. Like he's been waiting for before. It's been like a Punk month. Officially was in talks, so it's like they could swerve it now and change that. 
Yeah, they could because they could easily make is it. Is it someone else? Like, is it Okada that they plan on getting? I don't know. Could it be AJ Styles? AJ's on SmackDown with the OC. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but the, the main event of Raw was Drew McIntyre versus Jay Uso in a War Games Advantage match. Winner was Drew McIntyre. Um, both teams would fight around the ring afterwards. And throughout the night, like I said, Cody and his team were trying to find members uh, to join as the as the final person for their team. Um, and Cody would basically reveal that the final member is Randy Orton um, in a cryptic way without actually saying his name. So at that time, they were actually doing it to remove the um, expectance of CM Punk then. You know? Because like they yeah. didn't have a deal any like with him at all right at that point. It was just like negotiations, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. <laughs> so that would wrap up Raw. Um, Dynamite, real quick. The big thing was the Continental Classic tournament, because there's always a tournament, started on, um, on Dynamite this week. Okay, so... One, the the, tour- the tournament is for a new belt because of the Continental Classic, and it's going to be combining the ROH Pure title and the uh, New Japan uh, Neverweight. Is that what it is? It's the one Eddie Kingston has. Uh, yeah, Eddie Kingston has the... Um, I think he just has the ROH title. Or no, um, but he, it's the one he had. It's like, like that blue one, I think. Okay, yeah. but they're going to be combining it. And then it's the Neverweight. Neverweight one or open weight or whatever. And the rules called. for the tournament and tournament are um, matches will be contested with a 20 minute time limit. There will be no seconds allowed at ringside and outside interference will not be tolerated. Um, there's a scoring system, which is pretty much straightforward and simple with points being awarded as follows. Three points for a win and one points for a draw. Now there's two groups that will have their own bracket and the winners of those two groups will will face off. Um, oh no, sorry. It's not combining the, it's not combining the pure championship. It's combining the ROH world championship and the NJPW strong open weight. Strong so they're going to get rid yeah. of the ROH world championship. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they have, I guess the TV ones right. though. Well, it's okay. So it's broken up into blue group and gold group. The blue group is, Bracket is Andrade, Brian Danielson, Brody King, Claudio Castagnoli, Daniel Garcia, and Eddie Kingston. The gold group is Jay Lethal, Jay White, John Moxley, lots of J's, uh, Mark Briscoe, Roosh, and Swerve Strickland. All right. Now that that's out of the way and we understand, opening match of the show was uh, the gold team or the gold side for the Continental Classic. It was Swerve Strickland versus Jay Lethal. Uh, Swerve Strickland would win, so that would give him three points. Um, there was a MJF and Adam Cole promo segment to where Samoa Joe would come out and basically remind Max that you know he has a title shot now. Um, Danhausen would return to, from injury, and during the match that he was sitting at ringside, he would take uh, Jake Hager's purple hat and wear it. He also cursed him. <laughs> uh, Jake Hager was not happy. Christian Cage and his family had a segment, um, and I do want to talk a little bit about this. So Christian Cage is now calling himself the Patriarchy as a nickname, um, for one. (laughs) Um, He rebranded Luchasaurus since Luchasaurus 
uh, lost the match for them at the previous pay-per-view, and he says he doesn't uh, want to have losers with him. So he's going to rebrand his name as Killswitch. Okay. Which, <clears throat> this, like, because of everything that happened this past weekend, like, remember that tweet that I sent you guys that AW mm-hmm. tweeted? It was like, kill switch, and then dot, 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 engaged. And I was like, yeah. what? It's like, it's weird that you would make that reference. <laughs> yeah, are you con- are you getting at considering Punk's music, though? At one point, was also kill switch engaged? Yeah. yeah so, Luchasaurus is hence forward known as kill switch. And Nick Wayne, he renamed as the Prodigy. Um but he did this not before humiliating Killswitch um, by telling him to get on his knees and uh, Killswitch, I hate calling him that, was kind of not wanting to do it. Christian kept yelling at him to get on his knees and um, Nick Wayne's mom would end up interrupting um, and it looked like uh, Christian Cage wanted Luchasaurus or Killswitch to concerto her, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but Adam Copeland would run out, make a save, hit two spears, and deliver a ch- concerto to Nick Wayne instead, right in front of his mom. In front of his mom, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Christian also, well, didn't he say something like, he's yeah, like, Yeah, so he's what he said, her husband uh, what do you say? Uh, he said, he was talking to Nick Wayne's mom um, and said, It's a good thing your father's dead. Uh, basically, because yeah. he was a terrible wrestler, something, something shit like. That. And then well, he's like, "You could have, dude." He was like, "You could have had a chance with me too." Nick Wayne like almost laughed. He was probably trying. I not saw. To he did. He was laughing the entire segment. And then he also told Nick Wayne's he mom, knows punch your co- He knows what. He probably oh, thinks it's hilarious. hilarious. He's probably hilarious. <laughs> and he knows that his dad. Here's the thing: wrestlers are like weird like that. Like his dad probably would love it. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, do it." Yeah, like that. Uh, <laughs> like, like when yeah. when Jeff Jarrett's uh, dad died, like, and they were like, "Oh, aren't you gonna go to like, or aren't you gonna like take time off or whatever?" And he was like, "No, what are you talking about?" He's like, "Also, my dad literally told me that I have to go to the show or you piss." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's <laughs> wrestling's just like weird like that. They're down to like do some stuff. Um. One th- one thing he did tell Shayna Wayne was was uh, go punch your card because your shift is about to begin at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> she told her she's like a shitty waitress, Bob. Like it's <laughs> just like oh, yeah. um, okay. So That's there was another father's doing you know <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, and he, what do you he say? He's like he's like you ruined that chance. He's like. I could have been his stepdad. Yeah. Now, man. Uh, so there was <laughs> yeah. another tournament tournament match. Uh, it was Rouge versus Jay White. Jay White would win to gain three points. And the main event was Moxley versus Mark Briscoe, with the winner being John Moxley to earn three points. So uh, the tournament has started. When does it end? I don't even know if it ends at Revolution. The um, the World's End pay per view at the end of the year. At the, so there's a pay per view before Revolution now. Yeah, that's called okay. World's End. It's in uh, Long so Island. The they're doing it. Tournament will end at World's End. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Um, SmackDown, Women's Babyface team opens up the show. Damage Control comes out. Um, 
like I said last week, Becky Lynch is now part of that team. And Damage Control was trying to kind of get in the heads of Charlotte Flair and Becky, which um, I can't wait to talk about them, too, when it comes to the pay-per-view um, and the press conference with them, too. That was nice, too. If you guys saw that, um, the Judgment Day retained their titles against the Street Profits. It's, I mean, they are the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, but those titles are rarely ever defended by a SmackDown team. Yeah. Uh, there was the Grayson Waller effect segment with Austin Theory coming out dressed as KO, and then KO would actually come <laughs> out and say that he's actually never looked better. Um, he's like, you know what happens when you say a person's name three times? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you should know by now. Yeah, he said, you know what happens around here when you keep saying someone's name? Uh, oh, yeah, because he kept they kept saying L.A. Knight, though. And then L.A. Knight would end up coming yeah. out. Um, so then they would end up having a match, a tag team match, actually, and Owens and Knight would end up uh, winning. Which is someone I hope that doesn't get forgotten out of all this whole, whole week. L.A. Knight, yeah. And I don't think he will. I think yeah. just this pay-per-view. Um, I hope I mean, all getting forgotten. There was a segment with Carlito that Santos Escobar would interrupt and attack him, um, taking him out of the match for Survivor Series. Backstage, Dragon Lee would fend off Santos, who went to attack Carlito as he's getting helped. And the Survivor Series match was changed to Dragon Lee versus Carlito. Um, there was a tease about the Brawling Brutes possibly breaking up. That means Ridge Holland and Butch, not Sheamus, who's been off TV. And then the main event saw Asuka and Bailey defeating Charlotte and Becky. Um, the story being told that they're not really on the same page before their Survivor Series match. Um, was that, correct me if I'm wrong, was that their advantage match? So the yeah. both, both heel right. teams for War Games got the advantage, okay. Real quick, yeah. only thing to talk about on Rampage, uh, Wheeler Yuta defeats Shibata and becomes the new ROH Pure Champion, which this is rare for a title change to happen on Rampage. Um, and then Collision, we had the Continental Classic uh, focusing on the blue side, Daniel Garcia versus Claudio Castagnoli. Winner Claudio Castagnoli uh, gains three points. Adam Copeland would attack Killswitch in the ring. Uh... Did he concerto kill switch? I mean, he beat the crap out of him. Yeah, he did. Um, he did. And then backstage, twice. he challenged Christian Cage for the TNT Championship on like December sixth, which isn't a pay per view or anything. So maybe it's just to get people to tune in. Yeah, would, I'm sure it's something's going to go wrong, and it's oh, it's in like Canada or something. Why? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. If this actually goes through correctly because this should be saved for a pay-per-view the first time they have yeah, a single I mean, they're, they're close enough to like the the new pay-per-view at the end of the year it's like yeah. december 30th like just wait for that um and then house of black would at one point taunt ftr bringing up cm punk's name he talked about all the people yeah. that aren't there to help them and he said and he, he said uh ending with cm punk as as the name drop didn't he say cesaro yeah, I think no. he said Claudio. Um, oh, Claudio. Yeah, but I can I can actually find. I think the I thought for some reason I saw that people were like, "Oh, did he mention Cesaro's like his WWE name?" 
Yeah, no, no. Did he? I don't know. I don't. I mean, that's it's it's, it's either here or there. Um. Yeah. So yeah, they, it, at least they're doing something with him. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I saw. What did I did I send you guys this like video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the Mac. It was MJF doing his promo on Tony Khan saying fire yeah. me, fucking fire me. And it says Andrade FBI yeah, Malachi dude. to Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> fire me, you fucking lord. <laughs> dude, I forgot about that whole dude. MJF, I love heel MJF. Those were the days. There's rumors he's already also, signed. Early, uh, yeah, and that's why they stopped with the whole t- War of 2024 thing. Yeah, really, he hasn't really mentioned that at all. Unfortunately. Oh, I thought he actually. I thought he did sign. It hasn't been a fit. Like, oh, I as, that was yeah, yeah, I thought that was confirmed. Might be. Did they confirm it on like TV? Okay. No, not on TV. No. no. But yeah, it's it's there's there's sources out there that say he he signed. Yeah. I mean, how he's acting and like all the stuff he's saying about AEW, it yeah. seems like he did already. So. Yeah, I mean, at the press conference, he was really putting I... AEW over. Look, we're going to get into the punk stuff. I still believe in AEW. I still think AEW, if Tony makes some real decisions, maybe stops letting people influence him that shouldn't be influencing him anymore. Maybe he thought that some people were a good idea to have influence him, and maybe they're not. Uh, I still think that with Edge and There's like, hope. the young guys that they have, yeah, they they could they still can like get they have a lot of young guys. They can get things back so, on track. It's not it's not all about Punk. It's just a lot's happened. I mean, yeah, lot, to a, me, a, like a lot after that pay per view, the full the full gear pay per view they had, I I feel like they're getting better now. Pay per views have like, been before. consistently like, good like since cold. the summer. Yeah, but I feel like also this like tournament is also a good thing for them because they can do tournaments pretty well. I will say though, because they do it all the time. I was okay. I so... think I, th- I do. I just want to say one thing. I just think that this, the thing with Punk t- for them is just going to be a swift kick in the balls, because it really goes to show. Yeah. It really goes to show like, so you're telling me that you couldn't get CM Punk and the Young Bucks in a room. Even though Punk said he was down to Let's do it. Let's get into it later. I know, but you couldn't get them in a room. But you could get Triple H. <laughs> you could get Triple H and CM Punk to be homies. Something's not right. <laughs> I wouldn't say homies, but yeah. Um, I saw I that pic. S- they were doing this. Yeah, they have that professional look on themselves. Like, I can be here with them, but I don't look, know. I will CM say Punk's this. Like, we it, still don't look each other, but. Um, look Survivor Series was in Chicago on Saturday Dynamite was in Chicago on Wednesday Dynamite had about like 5,300 people Um, Survivor Series had around (laughs) 16,000 yeah but that's like a weekly show to a pay-per-view I'm just saying yeah but no but Smack that's not like an equal comparison at all oh well hang on Smackdown was sold out too SmackDown was sold out like yeah. the the day before. Yeah, that's also because of the CM Punk stuff to them. <laughs> I mean, 
AEW did that United Center too. Jeremy coming to the defense hey. always. He's gotta though. It's gotta. And be also, different. also the it's, whole thing that people don't understand is that if you don't have AEW, you don't have CM Punk return to. I CW. know, I know. It is I've true. been seeing stuff that like you gotta thank Tony, and people are like, you gotta thank Jungle Boy for for fucking get pissing off Punk to get <laughs> <Yeah>. fired, like. <laughs> Yeah, all the AEW. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll say some things later, but yeah. Thank um, you, Jungle Boy. Yeah, that's the only time we appreciate you. Last thing, the wrap up collision, then we'll get into Survivor <laughs> Series. The main event was Continental Classic Blue, Eddie Kingston versus Brody King. Brody King would win, and he almost fucking dropped Eddie Kingston on his head with his power bomb. Um, but Brody King pinned the ROH champion on TV. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Eddie Kings is winning this tournament. So. Who do you think he gets down to? I'd want, I want to I mean, see definitely Danielson. I'm, I'm for Brody King push. Could we get a Jay White versus Brian Danielson in the final? That'd be, cool. that'd be nice. Andy, what about, what about getting, what about getting Brody King over? He's over, or, or he's, <laughs> God's he's big. Hate. He's got a bit. He's uh, God's hate. Uh, no, he's big. He's got like tattoos. You know, he's got a good look to him. He can do the face paint. Like, what? He's like seven feet tall. Let's do look, something. Burger Burger King can get over. I don't care. No, <laughs> I don't endorse that remark. Still no word about Will uh, Ostrich this week, but he has to fi- he has to finish up New Japan. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what does Corny call Tony Khan? Antonio Hanoki or something? <laughs> Antonio <don't>... Hanoki. <laughs> I was listening to him today. Uh, all right, let's get into the meat and potatoes. I've been waiting to get to it. Survivor Series itself. Um, Survivor Series overall, before I get into it, I give it an A. Great pay-per-view. Uh, five matches. Every match was enjoyable. Um, strong opener, which was Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch teaming up against Bailey, Asuka, Io, and Kyrie Sane in the Women's War Games match. These women's worked their ass off. Um, it was it, it was just as good, if not better, than the dude, men's War Games. Match. I got to tell you, Andy, dude, these women's these women's did work their ass off. They're ta- the women's were attacking other women's. <laughs> and he's putting S's on the end of everything. Yeah. These women's. <laughs> Dude, you're the one that did it last week, not me. It wasn't me. That's yeah, it was, oh, no, it was Jeremy. And then Tim. <laughs> Je- Jeremy did it, and yeah. then he corrected oh, himself. Was- and then Tim doubled down on it. Oh yeah, I was with Tim was like, let me, let me guys, let me tell you guys about this theory about the devil. Dude, the, ah, the worst dude. segment in the history of this pod. Ah, <laughs> just just real quick, Glenn Glenn Be- Glenn Blessing, friend of the show, <laughs> fan of the show. This is a deja vu moment. Well, we know who's now not behind the devil mask, so maybe it is Britt he, Baker. He commented. Yeah. He commented and said, "I still stand by my theory." theory. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, but then he also, but he also said, "Ha ha 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 ha." Also, Jeremy, I love how you just kept everything in, even Tim going away. Yeah, I mean, Tim told you to. 
like the Except for you took like out so my funny. theory, but you you kept all of the mess up stuff. <laughs> my theory made more sense. I'm not. You wanted to cut that. No, you guys <laughs> wanted to cut. If it was up to me, I'd leave everything in that I say. <laughs> yes, we know it. That's how I wrote leave it, it all. That's how it's I wrote it. Talking about again. <laughs> Um, yeah, don't talk through your teeth again. You scared people. We lost listeners. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, this this back to the war games. This women's war games match. Um, for a while, it was match of the night. It's hard to say what the match or moment was after like how the show ended, but uh, I thought it was the best women's war games match I've seen them do between this and NXT. Yeah. Um, everyone looked looked great everyone had spots even dakota kai who wasn't in the match itself played her part by um feeding say weapons and stuff through the cage um yeah i thought it, i thought it was great uh big moment for me and i'm sure other people are when becky and charlotte were you know doing double teams yeah. on a couple of the girls and um they ended up hugging in the middle of the ring you know, and it felt genuine. And if you watch the press conference afterwards, uh, they were both smiling. They seemed to have have grown, and it seemed genuine that they were actually getting along. So that that was yeah, a that was, nice that was a see. cool thing to see. Seems like you know, because they're both in spots to where like things can happen to them, win or losses, and it's not going to hurt their character. They're like at that the solidified point, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know Charlotte. Charlotte doesn't have to be yeah. in in the title picture. Becky, Charlotte doesn't need to be a twenty five yeah. time champion anymore. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this match. The winners was the baby faces of the match. I still say this SmackDown Becky coming up. Bailey's gonna. Bailey took the pin from a. Uh, um, Becky Lynch did her finisher off the top rope through the table, with. Yeah. With uh, with Bailey and Bailey took the pin and so. I'm saying that's the catalyst for the change in damage control. Um, like also, Shinsuke, I think, might be... His opponent might be Cody Rhodes, I see. Yeah. So we'll get to that next week. Uh, I like what they're doing with Shinsuke's character, side note. Um, he's like yeah. an anime villain. It's great. Delighted on this is really good. Um, Sorry. So I, I, I mean, huge return tonight. Our truth, um, returned backstage. Huge return. Our truth. Biggest, big, <laughs> actually, biggest return of the night, arguably. Yeah, I mean, well, people were hyped. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Triple H at the press conference. Like, let's talk about his big return. He's like, our truth. What is Shinsuke? Everyone has the miss now. Okay. I know. Um. So then we had a backstage segment: Sami Zayn and Jay Uso. Uh, Randy Orton was still not the at the arena. Uh, this would be the story kind of being told I, throughout the night. I didn't really get why they did that. A little tease, and maybe you know, Randy doesn't need to do go. Th- he just had back surgery. He doesn't need to do some crazy stuff. Just get him there to the end of the That's match. True. Pull out the win, get a couple solid moves. He doesn't need to be in there for it, chair it shots like... to his back and kendo sticks. <laughs> and 
It was just weird because I was like, that gives people the thinking that CM Punk's going to be the. Well, that's what I texted you guys. I was like, someone's got to replace him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My fucking Mark ass. They were just swerving everybody all over the place. I know. Um, Triple H, see, that's Triple H's sense of humor. I can just see him being like, okay, tell him to. <laughs> Tell him to say this in his promo next one, <laughs> and then like <laughs> just like yeah. plant little seeds. I feel like that's like a good thing and a bad thing because that can be bad as in like it's too much. Well, Vin, but then good as in like what he's been doing. Well, Vince does the too much version where it's like he like puts way too much of his own. Like, they swerve for like no reason. You're like yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah, just just so he can like get just so Vince could be like. <laughs> Like that, just like that. Yeah, you're like I told you that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, oh, and then as a fan, you're just like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, all right, Vince. Uh, second match of the night was Gunther versus the Midge. Mi- the Midge. Uh, the Midge. The Midge. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Andy. <laughs> well, Chris yeah, the- you almost got us canceled, bro. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you guys see this sign? The Miz's sign. The guy had him. He's like, I just missed all over. Oh, the jizz, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. jizz. No, the, you know, you do you remember that that segment with the the little people uh, commentating team. If there was, yes. if there was a that that version of the Miz, it would be the Midge. <laughs> oh what about the? Bro, if they ever did that segment again, they would be taken off the air. Yeah, I think Hornswoggle would have loved it. He loves it. Like, he has a funny sense of <laughs> Yeah, he did. I, I, I listened to some, like, I've listened to, like, him talk on some interviews, and he has, like, a pretty good sense of humor. And, like, and I read his book, too. He does. Yeah, the, yeah. the commentating uh, team uh, was Jerry, the little king, the mini king Lawler, uh, <laughs> Micro <laughs> Cole, and then WBL. <laughs> Terrible. I totally forgot about that. The, then the announcer was a little person too. <laughs> and then and then the ladder match Horns- was a small ladder. Which <laughs> <Dude. laughs> yeah. is like Hornswoggle. Horn- Dude, Hornswoggle's the man. Apparently he like went on the news like uh Yeah, I saw Peter about uh, was like It was about the Snow White. He was movie. like talking yeah. about how like Yeah, and basically like Hornswoggle's like, fuck you. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm. Yeah. We're trying to get. We're trying to make money and get rolls, asshole. You just are ruining it for everybody. Um. Also, there is a micro wrestling yeah, league, like promotion around us. You know that I didn't know it was around us. If they do, they tour around here. God, I wonder. I wonder what Bro like, knows about it. If he, oh, dude, yeah. wrestled, dude. Bro's like, Bro's like, dude. I've wrestled there. <laughs> <laughs> um okay back to the show gunther so gunther the versus match? the midge uh for the intercontinental championship um so this match uh the miz's toughness was on display i'd say throughout the entire thing um props to him for taking some of those shots from gunther um at at points man i mean they there was false finishes. I was like, you know, the crowd was hot for it. Uh, it it could have gone either way, especially with Miz hitting a low blow and then his skull crushing finale. That was one of the the um, 
segments of the match that I thought, you know, he could have won. He took the padding off the turnbuckle. Um, yeah. But Gunther would end up winning, which I think most of us thought anyway. Um, but he pulled, he pulled out some yeah. moves. He pulled out uh, figure four on, on Gunther, you know. Um, and I thought... I it thought overall, I mean, probably one of the better Miz matches I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, after that, what did you think about this Dragon Lee Santos Escobar match? I mean, I liked it. I dude. liked it. I thought just while they were really go- getting to oh. go, uh, it, it ended. Mm-hmm. I thought they could use a little bit more time. Yeah. I was going to say, like, it ended, and like then it felt kind of just like a TV match at that but, point. Like it's needed another like. I think it was a good showcasing for two guys that'll that could be around for some years and be mainstays in the company. Yeah, Um, they have a different kind. They each have a different kind of lucha libre style to them. Um, I, you know, I feel like Santos is more technical. Santos, while uh, Dragon Lee is more like high flying. I like Dragon Lee's style though. Rush's brother Santos Escobar is. 39. Like, isn't he older? You hear me? He's 39. Yeah. That is an older. Isn't isn't yeah. uh isn't Rush one Dragon of their Lee. brothers is holistic. Dragon Lee. No. Okay. Someone Do you mean Drillistico? I just looked it up. Drillistico. <laughs> Tim and the Lucha. Uh, Dude, there's a lot Dragon of Lee. Dragon I'm, I'm sorry, Lee guys. is is his brother. This is the third week in a row I've mentioned I want, Dragon I, Lee. I don't, want any, <laughs> I don't want any beef with the Luchadors. There's just a lot of Listicos. I'm trying to um, get them all down. So Santos Escobar would beat Dragon Lee in a very good match. I just thought it could have gone longer. Or wish it went longer because yeah. it just started ramping up. The crowd was into it. crowd was into all these matches. Um, after that, we had Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. Singles match for the Women's World Championship. Um, so Zoe, St- I thought this match was was uh, great as well. Uh, Zoe is someone that can match Rhea's, you know, intensity and give her a fight that it seems like believable and makes it seem like it's challenging to yeah. Rhea at times during the match. Um, there was like a scary kind of like botch segment off the top rope. I don't know if you remember. It was like she like threw oh, off, but yeah. Zoe like did a front flip and like landed really <laughs> yeah. weird. Um, yeah. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah, but I thought it'd start. I feel like Rhea is getting better though, as in like each match that each like pay-per-view match that she has. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it just also takes the right opponent. Um, yeah. But I thought, I thought, I mean, Rhea, like you said, has been looking good. I thought uh, Zoe Stark looked really good. And again, one of those things, just like yeah. the Santos Dragon Lee match, that it shows that this is a person that could be, uh, you know, main player moving forward. Like as the years come, like a mainstay in WWE. Yeah. Definitely. In the future of the women's division. So, main event was the men's War Games match. It was Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, and Jay Uso. And they were missing Randy Orton for most of the match. And it was against uh, Dom, J.D. McDonough, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Andrew McIntyre. Um, Judgment Day had the advantage in the match. It opened up with, I believe, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But Judgment Day, along with Drew, would uh, towards the end of the match would be dominant in the posi- in their position. Um, you know, war games are all kind of the same until all members get in. It's just like making yeah. the time pass by, kind of taking their time, working slow. Yeah. Um, but everyone looked great. Poor JD McDonough. I feel like he was just there to like be the punching bag for a lot of this <laughs> stuff. He was. Um, yeah. But I, it, it, dude, his moon salts are his 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 moons backflip moon salts are fantastic. I, I think he is. He's, he's very, very good. good. Very he's good just wrestler. like <laughs> I, I don't. He, I, yeah, he's just at that point right now, like especially in that group where he's just the guy is going to get thrown around. Um, so let's talk about you know once so once everyone was in, the timer goes off for the fifth member to come out. It's supposed to be Randy. His music doesn't hit. Instead, Rhea's mu- music hits. She runs out with Damien's briefcase, and she's about to cash it in for him while Seth is uh, Seth had just gotten moved onto him. Um, and then yeah. Randy's Orton, Randy Randy's Orton's. Randy's Orton. Randy Orton's music hits. Nice <laughs> pop from Chicago. I mean, who doesn't love watching an yeah. event in Chicago for wrestling? Which I always, I always find funny when they cash in the money in the bank because the refs act like they have no idea what's happening. It takes every so single long time. for them to be like, what? Like, you want to cash you sure? this? In? This? Are you sure? This is money yeah. in the bank, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, wait ten minutes of that, and they're like, yes. He's like, yes. Damn it, God. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is. You've only been doing this for like twenty years. So, uh, Randy's music hits. Crowd, great reaction for him. Randy's been gone a year and a half, eighteen months, and he came back and he's looking better than ever, dude. He was he was fucking like a Greek god sculpted. He looked huge, crazy. And I know he's a tall guy, but like when you when you look jacked like that, it just makes you look like, especially when in comparison when he gets in the ring with like JD and like Finn and Dom. Um, yeah, he he also looked younger. Like he looked like he was like ten years in great shape. That's because dude, he lost that that awful stash. That stash. I forgot. I forgot he had the stash. He did. Dude, remember the stash? <laughs> the stash with the baggy shorts, bro. That was a, oh that, my god. That was yeah. the dark era. Dark era. So yeah. he, so he now he has that shaved head again now too. Yeah, he looks younger. He, he came he in. Like, he went he right like, up. He he looks like Ultimate Randy Orton. Like you took Andy Randy Orton in his prime and like jacked him yeah. up, and now he's like like the punts that he yeah. used to do. Randy yeah, Orton. like now, but but like the more ripped version. Yeah. Um, so Randy would come in instantly, go after Dom and JD. Um, he'd hit all of his, you know, his big moves. Uh, the DDT, you know, the RKO, the um, what's it called? What's the quick the body suplex? slam? Yeah, the the power the, the, the quick, power slam. The quick, sl- the quick power slam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he does, does the he, best. I think he, he does best. that better yeah. than anyone else. Cody does a good one too, but Randy does it the best. It's low and quick. So fluid. It's low and quick and looks great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look, that's crazy. Well, okay. So there was a couple spots. Randy did his thing. Uh, everyone. Did you see the spot where he was like the DDT? Not the not the one everyone did it, but he was like holding the one guy and he was like yelling. Yeah, I mean he was just doing his crazy yells. No, it was just his yelling. He did. He did to (laughs) JD. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. But the final spot was. 
they threw JD off the top and Randy Orton catches him and does yeah. a huge RKO big pop. And surprisingly Crazy. though, they don't pin him. They pin Damien Priest. Yeah. Which they I don't make like JD the newest member lose the match for Yeah, like why would you Or pin is the this guy the cause for Damien to eventually get kicked out? They lost the War Games match. Booker Andy. Yeah. But like also he has like whoever has the money in the bank, I feel like always gets like screwed. Yeah. Destroyed. Yeah. Um, so baby faces win. Um before the match ends, I'd say even if Punk didn't show up, th- it was a great pay per view. Uh I was ha- I was genuinely happy to see Randy back. Um I Yeah. He looks so happy. I to mean, be back it's too. I compared to like okay, like even if you weren't like everyone usually likes Randy, but it's not like their favorite. But like, like yeah. I remember when Seth Rollins was a heel and got hurt when he was the architect. Um, yeah, and he was away. I hated him before he went away, and then when he was gone, I was like, "Fuck!" His segments were good, the- even though like I hated his character. Yeah. And and like right. Cena, when Cena's gone and then Cena's back, you realize like, damn, I missed you. And so that was the same way with like Randy. Once I saw Randy, I was like, ah, this is cool. I like I like seeing Randy back on, yeah, yeah, back in the ring. Well, Andy kept text. Andy Andy would text me like he. I mean, he definitely texted me after Punk came back, but it was just like <laughs> it just feels right. You know, yeah. it's like everybody's coming home. Yeah, everybody's coming back to where they belong. Yeah, dude, it's great. <laughs> and so, uh, and I think Randy. I wish he would use his other theme song though, Randy Orton. The the uh, um, burning hey, inside my life, burning light or whatever. Dude, yeah, he yeah. hates yeah. that song. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's the best one out of all of them. Um, dude, that's that's what got me. That song like made me like Randy Orton. I was like, dude, was it Randy the song Orton's or was it yeah. the gold coming down behind him at the top of the? Room? Well, that with that was the, also really the cool. gold with that song. I was like, this guy is cool. Yeah, but. I thought yeah. I thought you know before CM Punk, Punk came back like he, Randy did get CM Punk. CM Punk he got his moment I felt <laughs> like and now I'm not Randy I can't speak for him but he did. it felt like the crowd was uh, was you know hot for him uh, didn't seem like they were disappointed that Randy actually did show up instead of like Punk coming out to it be the, the yeah it was the right booking move I thought it's it, it seemed like the Chicago crowd was like if this is the end of the pay-per-view. We're cool with it because it was a great yeah. show and they yeah. got Randy Orton. And yeah. They got yeah. a big pop. So it's like, they kind of gave everybody the moment that they wanted. Like Randy got his moment. The crowd is like, okay, yeah. we're winding down here. But then and they hit you. with. The so they double. hit, they hit you with the logo they though. With the they hit you with the logo at the bottom, right? The logo. And the camera's painted the out. Trademark like, logo. I'm like, God, I never trusted that <laughs> trademark logo. Never trust. And then, and then you hear the <laughs> you hear the radio static and punks music. The new remastered version of Cult of Personality plays, and this Chicago at this crowd. point, I at this point I fainted. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Tim had a friend over for once. I was not watching with Tim. Tim had a friend over, and I'm sure if who's not a wrestling to, fan, he tried to contain it probably the best I can. But I think he probably still freaked out. But if it was me and Tim, oh, we would have been like. Up. Crying punk guy, like I would have been the, <laughs> but dude, I I almost, I still did basically like my buddy who's not a wrestling fan at all, but he is he's like my you know he's like he my told best you friend, he said like, help me understand I was, 
No, he didn't even. <laughs> he didn't want to. He didn't want to understand. He just said like, because he's a homie. <clears throat> he was like, dude, you need to nerd out. He's like, I want you. He's like, put this on and like, do you? He's like, don't let me being here like, like bother you from being like stoked about whatever happens. <laughs> and I'm like. So that's nice. Yeah, no, he's a good dude. So like the whole night it's like building up and he's like, so is your boy coming back? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I thought he would have been out. And then like right as it's going off, I stood up. I had hands above my head, hands on my head. This thing. (laughs) I mean, and if if your daughter wasn't there, you might have been even louder about it, I'm sure. Oh, dude, if it was just me and you and like the girls were staying over the in-laws, I you were like, ah. you would have been screaming through that house. <laughs> God, dude. It still it still feels so weird, doesn't it? That he's it feels right. Again. Feels right. Feels right. Does it? Feels right. I don't know if it feels right to me, but that's just it's just so weird. So CM Punk comes out because we gotta talk it's about like when what Cody happened. went over. Yeah, well when or when Cody came back. It felt Yeah, it when felt Cody right. came back. It feels feels weird. It feels right, but it feels weird at first. Cody felt right because Cody, I feel like, fits all of that. Like he's a WD person, but yeah. I don't know. Punk, just because he's been in other places, I nah, think. Y'all fell in love with why. Punk and in WWE. That's why it feels right. I know. It's just, it's, <laughs> just, it's just he's been so. He's just been. But so, also, he's been so anti. You fell in love with him then because he was also against WWE <laughs> in WWE. This is true. Um, so Punk is back. Hot crowd. Um, they showed him a little bit, and then it went off the air. We, fan, if, if like it went off like pretty quick, and then they did then. the recap, and then the press conference. Um, yeah. So that being said, though most of the fans were happy to see him, some of the wrestlers in the ring might not have been happy. <laughs> happy. And let's talk. Okay, first, we're, there's a lot of different parts of the whole punk stuff. Let's talk about the viral video of Seth Rollins. Thoughts. Real? Fake? That's a, a work, but it's probably part of how he actually feels. Like it's actually like him playing up a storyline, but that's actually like how he this feels. This is my thing. Fun. I've read I've read it's a work, but they're going off the real life angle about, you know, we've brought up the Seth Rollins calling punk a cancer video in the past. Rollins yeah. really does not like yeah. punk. They do have real life beef. Yeah. Um those they also make the best storylines uh for wrestling. Yeah. Now there's there because there's different reports that oh it's a work and pe- I'm not even gonna say these sources because screw them um, that are saying it's a work paying uh, no just because I'll say it, whatever now nah, Meltzer Uncle, give me some Uncle Dave money. ain't always the most reliable uh, yeah though I do like Sean Ross Sap or what I, is, I think is his name I do like. It. That guy's usually pretty good. Um, But so, whatever. Uncle Dave is saying that Vince. I'm more of a a Vince. Shut up, man. Shut up. Shut. Yeah, right. (laughs) You think corny? Do you think as Vince Russo? Do you think as corny's number one fan, I could ever seriously say that corny would disown me. (laughs) Vince Russo would be like, you know what? Punk's still the devil. He's like, he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, bro, bro I'm telling Tony you. Khan sent, this is all planned to kill WWE <laughs> from the inside out. <laughs> He'll be back in two months. Um, oh my God. So who is okay. the devil? Britt Baker. 
Britt Baker. We're not going to have that conversation right now. But for some reason, Britt Baker's not attacking the women's. Don't know why. (laughs) So it has been Britt Baker. Um, Because the women's division. All right, let let me get out what I... (laughs) Because that's why. Let me gather my thoughts. Okay. So we're hearing different stuff. Hearing that that it's a work. Also, though, hearing that Seth had to be ushered away backstage and that Punk was left confused of why Rollins was picked. That part, unless... Unless they use it in a video package, it's not a work then. Because why would do he do that backstage? Think, so, okay. So, in the video of Seth, though, like, you got Corey Graves and Michael Cole holding him back, which is, like, not the typical thing. It's not like it's security. Yeah. And look, man, I mean, unless he really channeled some inner emotions, it looked very believable that it was, like, legit. Because in one video, you can't really hear what he's saying, yeah. but he says, all I'm saying is that, is like, that he that said, guy. all I'm saying that is that if he's, he better not be back there. Uh, or I'm gonna yeah. knock him the fuck out. Or you better still not be back there. Or I'm gonna yeah. knock him the fuck out. I mean, he was saying like "fuck this guy, this motherfucker." I was like, okay. So like, that's not first off usual. Your guys' thoughts? Do you think the talent was told beforehand? Oh, so you think they were surprised? No, no one was. Oh, the talent yeah. like in the ring. Oh yeah, they okay. were told. I think is what they said, anyways. But I don't think anyone else backstage was told okay. at all. Because Drew McIntyre, there was reports he left the ring before Punky, Punky before he even out. got there. And Uncle Dave said, "Oh, Drew was mad earlier in the day, but he got less mad as it went on." But it is true that Drew is mad about something, and he stormed into his locker room, put on his hoodie, and left. He also does he hasn't signed that contract. Is he pissed yet, about so. Punk about another guy stealing a spot? Or is he pissed about, he's like, I lose another match? Or is he playing into the character? I don't know. So what are your guys' thoughts? It, yeah. It's probably that he spent the last year getting his character back up to like the main event, and now there's a guy that comes along, and it's like, fuck, it's another guy that I have to, like, you know, like... Yeah. If Drew was spot know, number four, more... he's now dropped to spot number five. Like, Right. And he knows yeah. it. I, I, he knows I feel like... It. Yeah, that's definitely, I feel like, the top 10, like, uh, wrestlers probably feel like that. Like, LA Knight might feel something like that. Even though I know he probably doesn't have, he doesn't have fine, anything it's a towards different CM Punk, show. but it's just, yeah, but he's not going to win the title there or a challenge for anything because it's Roman. Um, and then, Tim, what are your thoughts on the Rollins stuff? Because Jeremy said he thought it was part work. Uh, it was like real anger used in the work. I think so too. I think this is in 2023. This is the only way that you can fool people is you have to do all this stuff. You like part of me thinks like Triple H, like Rollins, maybe Triple H and Punk, the three of them like had like a thing where like he was like, okay, it's going to be going off the air, but I want you to be going off like you're ready to kick his ass backstage. I want you to tell them that you're going to kick his ass back and not tell Michael Cole and Corey like, so that they think it's real. Or like, tell Michael Cole and Co- tell Michael Cole and Corey, but like or like let them know like or I think only a select few people were probably let in on. Let's put it that way to keep the because well, I showed my wife and she was like, I think that's real. And then she's like, unless Seth Rollins went and saying. got like, really good acting classes. <laughs> yeah, um, unless he's a really good actor. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I mean, like, but it's because you hear the thing about. 
It's because off camera yeah, he's telling the guy, tell them that if he's still back there, I'm gonna kick it. Like that's and he the looks, thing that he looks it like, like it, like natural saying it, like naturally pissed. Also, they had the house show recently. Like and he said, F- he said, I'm not gonna like waste yesterday? my time talking about someone that for the for the past eight years has tried to tear down this company. Yeah, I mean, like he, I know he really doesn't like punk at all. But also, Seth is such a professional. That's that my thing. That's my side thing is that he is a businessman, and yeah, and he's talked about even after the cancer comments, he talked later that you know if it came down to it, he would do business if it was the right thing. Yeah. So yeah, so in that way, like yes, he doesn't like him at all, but he'll do the storyline now. Again, there's a lot to talk about. I don't think you don't think you don't think Seth Rollins knows that main eventing a night one or whatever of WrestleMania with CM Punk <laughs> is going to make him a lot of fucking money instead of opening Dude, it like he does every year, basically. So Punk's going to main event a, a night one of was it, was night one, night one of two night one buy one get one free. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And he's gonna get. He's gonna laugh all the way. And to we're the gonna be there. It. And we're gonna be there buying it. Yeah. Buying <laughs> it. I told Tim my predictions for this year's mania. Uh, I think it's Jimmy versus Jay. Was it Seth and Becky Lynch wins the Rumble and faces yeah. Rhea, CM Punk and Seth, Cody or The Rock versus yeah. Roman, probably Cody. And then. Yeah. I want Gunther versus Brock, but oh, that would be amazing. But yeah, I don't know if they would do that. Hire me, book it. (laughs) What's Triple H now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's Triple H now? (laughs) Oh, Punk just walked out of the screen. Yeah, they're showing the clip right now. That's a Um, oh, they're doing all the reactions. So so I want to say, yeah, I don't see. Look, okay. Rollins has a problem with a bunch of people. He doesn't like Cody. He didn't like Riddle. He doesn't like Punk. Um, I don't see, though, what happened in AEW happening at WWE. Dude, not everyone has gone along WWE, and fights rarely ever happen. It's too much of a business. And I was telling Tim earlier, I said, I mean, this is going to be all over the place, but, like, if Tony Khan booked like it was a business things might not have gone down the way they did. But everyone in WWE seems to be perfect. They're going to keep it. They're not going to like it, but they're not going to pull what happened in in AEW. I just don't see it happening. Well, I guess it will be the... I just don't see it happening. Thoughts, opinions... If he, if he, I mean, that's not, if he like, gets, there's been fights in WWE, so totally it's not like it's never happened. Before. Totally. I'm just trying to think that the last notable one was probably 15 to 20 years ago with Booker T and Batista. Batista. Yeah. Like, and I, and I, I, re, I read a lot of the dirt sheet stuff. I, in this modern age, I mean, when have you heard about like the Miz and like even Daniel Bryan and the Miz when they like had their, like, they never physically got into a fight. They just like had like words with each other, you know. So I think in that environment, being yeah. that the type of company that it is now, here's the thing: I I want to like go on the record. I'll say it right here on the pod. 
if Punk like physically assaults somebody backstage and gets fired from WWE, <laughs> uh, it's the end of the road, even for me, even like for had it on you, biggest fan. But <laughs> but I don't. I just don't see it happening in this. I think he's kind of gotten to the point. I think you get you. You get worn out when you want to be the I want to make change guy all the time. And well, Triple H said that they're different people. He's like, it's a different company also than when Punk was here before. But I think Punk's even a different guy from where when he was. That's why he said he said they're different people. I think I think when no, but like in AEW, like I think he went to AEW with the mindset of. Oh, this is wrestling. I want to teach the young guys and help. And then all those young guys were like, "We don't want your help. Go away." And I think now he's just he like, likes you know the what? business wrestling make... and not the. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to make. <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to make some money. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, like basically, if you guys aren't serious about say. it, then I'll go. I, like, I don't want to be here anymore. He did. He did say when he was gonna, if he ever returned to WWE, it'd be a heavy bag. Is what he said. Oh, it's sure gonna be bag. It was so. heavy. I'm sure. I'm sure it was more than Tony Khan my, was. My, I'm telling you, my boy's gonna work that. Ed, my boy's gonna work that like Edge Brock schedule where you just like, come or at in, least know how shows do some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gonna be chilling, making mad money. Um, but also, you know, this is how it always starts with Punk, though. It's like the honeymoon period, so we'll see in a few months if he's still happy. Dude, I think. Look, I got high hopes. All right, I got my hopes up. This is the I last. This so. is this is the last run. There this is, is the no, last. There's no the more I mean, after this. There's no more. <laughs> no one like. It's not. It's just not. Yeah. Now, let's talk but about. It has to what, be fair. I'll eat. I'll eat my words, but it has to be fair. It can't be like. Oh, Drew McIntyre like threw CM Punk against the wall, and then they got into a fight. No, 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 no. It has to be like Punk unprovoked <laughs> decided to like go like do something i just don't see unprovoked it. It, 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 there, someone said like look if you want to i think it was corny he was basically i was listening today he's like look if you want to make money and further your career and your character you want to go to wwe he's like <laughs> and then he said i don't remember what he said about aw but He's like, basically, all these guys in AEW, if they are serious about what they want to do and want to make money, if WWE's interested in them, they should probably pull that trigger. I think Starks would but, be see, great. But, like, for me, it's like watching Punk from 2011, all like, all the way back then and everything. And, like, the reason why I loved him so was much against. was because of he was such against all this, like, stuff. And even in AEW, when he was, like, talking all that, and he was, like, really with what they were doing at first... And I don't know. That's why it's like weird to me to see him in WWE because I'm like, all right. So for all of those like 15 years where he was like talking all of that, but Punk's second like, AEW run didn't money, feel so the same back. as his first AEW run. I, even the short little while, I was well, like, yeah, something. But, his attitude, like everything, it's just like uh, he does not want to be here. Yeah, and also, also the fact that like, so that's the since he went back to WWE. Now that just basically is true that he tried to get fired earlier this year to go back to WWE, which is like to me, it's. That's like, I don't know. But it was, so but it was all rumors like up until a week, uh, up until a week ago. Apparently, to Triple H, it was all rumors that like he's like, no, we actually didn't have any conversations until about a week ago. 
Yeah, but you know he wanted to go he back. He manifested like, it for sure. And also the fact that he went backstage yeah. to WWE while he was under contract with the but AEW. You know what's crazy is, is like I don't know. That to me is like Punk, those are the parts that Punk got me the sent wrong way. home. And that's uh, when it's Vince was around. All the right ways. And that's when Vince was around. Punk got sent home being backstage, <laughs> but Vince don't got that kind of power anymore. Yeah, Vince apparently would have yeah. resigned. I, I, I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. this is all. Oh, look, Paul Levesque. Look, he's LeBron. Uh, CM LeBron. Punk is my LeBron James. Right? If he if he goes to the if he goes if he's on the Cavaliers, I'm a Cavs fan. That's also why I hate LeBron. If too. he if he goes if he's if Tom Brady goes to the if Tom Brady's on the Patriots, I'm a Patriots fan. If he goes to the Buccaneers, I'm a Buccaneers fan. I don't give a fuck where he goes. That's where I'm coming at as a CM Punk fan. We just I didn't want to see my man impact. wrestle. Just not impact. <laughs> just, just not impact. Um, all or right, NWA. so let's let's talk about does this hurt AEW? What does it show AEW? Hey, you know, and, and I heard, and this isn't my thoughts. It's just people I've heard. Hey, your guy Cody Rhodes. Oh, he's gonna we t- we have him now, and he's gonna be main eventing night two. Oh, your guy Punk that you didn't want to work things out with. He's gonna be main eventing night one of WrestleMania. Jade like, Cargo. Jade Cargo. Jade like, Cargo is gonna be a. Su- does Punk getting signed, and does it hurt AEW in the sense of like? You couldn't work things out, and the more professional company is like, yeah, we'll take him. Like, like Tim said, you couldn't sit down the butt. If Tony Tony Khan is the boss, he should have put his foot down and forced these guys to be in a room together and squash it. And and said, no, you will be there. You're gonna be there. We're gonna You're have ca- this meeting. Yeah. I'm your boss. We're gonna get this under control. And then we're gonna move. If it on was Vince it. in Tony's place, Jeremy, you know Vince would have been like, "You guys are well, sitting yeah, down." Vince would have just fired people. <laughs> Someone, but to Tony's me, looking for it hugs. It hurts AEW in like a short term area. Like it hurts AEW in a short term right now, I think. But like they really just signed so many really good wrestlers. Like right, maybe Osprey, hurt, so maybe hurt isn't the word. Maybe just makes them look bad. I don't really think they look bad. Right now, anyways, like Tim, like that's great for it. Look, it makes it look WD better because they can actually work things out. So that's where it started. Uh, I think, I think, oh man, it's one of those things. I think it's one of those. Look, it, it's like well documented at this point that everybody knows that like Tony not might not be the guy that puts his foot down with people, and when he probably should. There's a lot of instances. Uh, I think it. Probably look, they're probably thinking of it as like a good riddance type thing, but I don't know. There's part of me that's like, man, if you guys had just gotten in a room, there were so many matches that could have happened. We never got Omega and Punk, you never got anything with the Bucks and Punk. If WWE can get I mean, Edge and Matt of- Hardy to work together, Tony Khan could have gotten. Omega and Punk and the Bucks to work together. Like the the Edge and the Matt Hardy thing is like the gold is like the golden age example. If those guys can do it after that situation, anybody <laughs> yeah. should be like, able to do it. 
This dude was your best friend, and he was banging your <laughs> wife. And then they were like, "Go out!" And, they were like, "Go out and have a hardcore match, and but be safe." And they were like, "Okay." And they got him together in a in a room beforehand and talked things out and were professionals about it. Speaking um, of, I, hold I on. don't. I meant to tell you guys, I, QT Marshall quit AEW through a public statement. Hey, He's a buddy that, with yeah. Cody. Could he show up in NXT or something? I mean, God, I hope not. He would just be like a trainer or a coach. <laughs> he wouldn't be like on. Or he might no, be doing the full time no nightmare factory. That. I mean, he could be doing full time nightmare yeah. factory stuff. Is he yeah, still he the AAA? That, yeah. One of the AAA champions? I don't okay. think so. Okay, no offense. To I, mean, I haven't seen him on TV okay. for like no a year. No offense to QT Marshall. No offense to QT. I, mean, Marshall, I don't want to see him on TV, but he hasn't. He has no room to be angry about it. Oh, no. He was on TV way more than he should have been. <laughs> Number two TV. He had more. T- um, yeah. But yeah, Tim, what were you saying? But long story short. Yeah. No, just I'll close it off with. I. Uh, as an AEW fan, also, even though I like to. I only give AEW a hard time because of what it was like a year and a half ago and how stoked I was on it. And now I'm just. A disgruntled, disappointed. I wish they would correct the things that we complain about. I want them to be like just as entertaining to me as WWE is most of the time. AEW has its moments. Like we've we've talked about how good their pay per views have been lately, but it's some of the weekly stuff. I'm just like, could be better. But I think there, like things happen with wrestling where. The tone shifts. I mean, a couple years ago, I mean, especially when we first started the podcast, like it used to be a chore to talk about WWE. And I, I would say that in the first two years of the pod, maybe the first year and a half, we were very pro AEW podcast and not anti WWE. But when we did WWE stuff, it was always a little bit of an eye roll and always a little bit of this and that. But then Triple H took over. And it's been the slow. It's kind of been like, a steady once Triple H took. <laughs> yeah, but I still, I still think that AEW like can like 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 Jeremy said they just signed a bunch of new guys. Will Osprey I think is in like he's not even in his like full prime yet, and I think he'll be a big star there. And they got MJF. Uh, they obviously have Adam Copeland. They're doing Adam the Sting Cole, retirement tour. Dar- Brian Daniels. Yeah, when Sting's gone, when Sting's gone, I feel like Darby can finally start to get more like himself time. He's taking Sting. a break right That'll now. That'll be good. His body probably needs. Darby is. Yeah, Will Osprey is well, thirty. So Will Osprey's not even in his prime yet. He's thirty. Right. So it'll be good. I think this is a best case scenario for everybody. Punk seemed like he wanted to. Get- leave anyway he did maybe didn't like the environment uh he's gonna give it one more try in wwe and if it doesn't work out we'll probably never hear from him much in the wrestling space anymore but i think this is kind of like best case scenario AEW gets a clean break they're gonna go with their new guys they got edge and then wwe and triple h are gonna try to and are gonna try to do this punk thing one more time and it's i mean i'm trying to look at it as a positive for both sides I don't want to shit on AEW. Well, does anyone else have anything to say about this punk stuff? Punk return. Ryback's giving it. Ryback's giving it six months, or he retires. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sick Ryback. Bruce Ryback said, if Punk returns tonight, I'll retire. And then when everyone called him out, he's like, he had to return to AEW on collision tonight. <laughs> yeah. And now he's saying if he if he lasts six he, months in WWE, he'll retire. He hasn't wrestled since like 2018, I think it is. So he's already retired. Now yeah. no one wants him. For listeners for the listeners of the show, just so you know. This whole like the, the punk takeover on the podcast, this is not going to be an every week thing. Yes. We're going to go back to reviewing the show. We're going to go back to reviewing the show. My friend Corey would stop listening if all we talked about was. Punk. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go, you know, when punk seg- when punk segments on WWE uh, come up, we will review them. But this isn't going to be like the CM Punk podcast. Uh, just didn't want anybody who we won't maybe, be wearing the shirts. Every I, week. Look, I got. Uh, yeah, I got a look. I got a couple. I got a couple friends. We're excited. I, I a couple That's friends. All. I know Andy. I know. I just. I got a couple friends. I know Andy has does too. They don't like CM Punk. Fair enough. So yeah, we definitely don't. I know that there's probably fans that are like, I don't want him here. I'm bummed that he's here. I don't like the guy anyway. Like, totally get it. All good. Don't worry. This isn't going to be an every week thing. So, Andy, is there anything else that you wanted to go over to uh, go over before I get into the classic show of the week? Mm, no, unless you guys have anything else to add about Punk, since that was the last segment. Um, no, that's good. No, that's it. Uh, so I compiled a little bit of a list based off like some different websites uh, of the top five War Games matches. So for my classic show of the week this week, isn't that exactly one show? Uh, but I didn't want to list a whole pay-per-view that wasn't a War Games. I wanted this to be a War Games-specific thing. So I will tell you what the match was and then what pay-per-view it is so that if you did want to look up these matches, you could find them. So uh, a list compiled by multiple different sites, uh, and I just kind of picked what I thought sounded like the best. Uh, the top five would be uh, Dusty Rhodes, Nikita Koloff, Paul Elrig, and the Road Warriors versus the Four Horsemen. Uh, Arn Anderson, Lex Luger, Ric Flair, and Tully Blanchard, and The War Machine. And that is from NWA, The Great American Bash Tour, 1987. Number four, Sting Squadron, Barry Windham, Dustin Rhodes, Nikita Koloff, Ricky Steamboat, and Sting versus The Dangerous Alliance with Paul E. Uh, Paul Heyman. Arn Anderson, uh, uh, Beautiful Bobby Eaton, Larry Zabisco, Rick Rude, and Steve Austin. Andy and I have actually watched that match together before. I was going to say, is this the one uh, with Steve Austin? Yeah. Uh, Stunning Steve. Yeah. Another uh, Number three, uh, Flying Brian, oh, uh, Flying Brian Pillman, Sting, and the Steiner Brothers versus Larry Zabisco and the Four Horsemen. Uh, and that is WrestleWar 91. Uh, number two, uh, Dustin Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, the Nasty Boys versus the Stud Stable, Arn Anderson, Bunkhouse Buck, Colonel Robert Parker, and Terry Funk. That's from WCW Fall Brawl 1994. And number one, and I think this is the one that probably gets the most love, uh, the Road Warriors, Nikita Koloff, Dusty Rhodes, and Paul Elrig versus the Four Horsemen, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Lex Luger, and Tully Blanchard. Uh, from NWA Great American Bash, nineteen eighty-seven. Uh, this was the original War Games match. So, if anybody's going to watch one off this list to see where War Games started, that's the one that you want to watch. NWA Great American Bash, nineteen eighty-seven. 
Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for episode 108. We uh, hope you had fun listening. And uh, go enjoy some pro wrestling this week. We all hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week for episode 109. Thank you.